this is probably the Great Depression in me coming out. Okay. Why do I need a marble countertop if I have a fake marble countertop that looks just as good and the average person can't tell the difference? You don't. So it's just like an internal status thing or what? Well, obviously the real marble is going to hold up better. What do you mean? It's a countertop. Uh, I mean... <sighs> if it's made out of stone... What are you comparing it to? Like quartz? I don't know. Some no, fake shit. Real mar- marble countertop compared yeah. to fake marble countertop. And I'm not like, talking. Well, well, I'm not talking the composite wood plywood stuff okay, with that's the cover what I was over. Gonna say. That's an obvious difference. Okay. okay, but there is like fake plastic resin marble. Marble quotation marks. Yeah. What is the difference? Uh, one is made out of marble. The other is not. Oh, so nothing. Correct. I'm buying fake shit. My whole house is going to be fake shit. Well, Tyler, if you want to go to sell one day, make sure you tell those home buyers that it is fake marble marble countertops so uh, that they'll come in at a lower price and you'll get screwed. When, if I ever build a home, it'll be to live there forever. So you'll put real ones in? No. Oh, okay. I'll put the fake ones. I'm going to have to worry about some punk trying to lowball me because I have fake countertops because I'm going to die in that house and haunt it. Okay. That's fair. Is it, are we going... We are going. What? They piped that the wrong way. I'll call the clubhouse. We'll book another 18 for tomorrow. Okay, they cheated on that. They fluffed their balls. Yeah, no better time for the breakfast ball than now. (laughs) I had no idea. Uh, We know. Every time we say that, guys, we know we're going. We know we're going. Yeah. So it's showbiz. Cody just hits record in the middle of us, and we can see him hit record. But we don't want to just stop our conversation. No, exactly. Um, yeah. It's always interesting what conversation we're going to have. <laughs> Why are we talking about Marvel countertops? I don't know. Um, I don't know either because the market's super hot. The market the market's is so hot right it's now. It's hot, baby. Um, real estate agents are a different breed. Um, Beck and I just got a real estate agent. She's super, super nice. She's on top of her shit. Like almost good. overwhelmingly on top of it. Not There are some that aren't. She's... Okay. Because we haven't even like figured out our budget yet. We just like told her, hey, we're interested in buying a house. Like what are the processes, like the steps we need to take? Mm-hmm. And she sent us like 30 homes already. I was yeah. like, okay. And when you start, when you get into the market for buying a house, dude, you're going to be looking every day. Yeah. Yep. It's like a new, it's like a new social media. I'm on Flex yes. MLS scrolling Flex through MLS. houses. And one thing too about that is when you walk into the house that you're going to eventually buy, you'll know right away. Okay. And when you walk into a house and you're kind of like, eh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure if I like that. Not the one. So there's one that is outside of just right near our, my predicted budget, right? Like it all depends on the banker, obviously. Um, the banker is going to give you as much as you want. Sweet. That's good to know. That's just kind of how <laughs> things operate. I'm not a banker by any means, but from what I've heard, <laughs> how do they make money? They make money by you not making payments and, no, and they get my house. No. Uh, we don't, don't need a lesson in banking. It. Here's where I'm getting at. Number one house on my list right now. I have not even looked at the pictures of it. I just know where it is. And ah. it's on a golf course. Ah, <laughs> And it is right next to hole number 10. So I can play the back nine whenever I want. I just get a membership and just play the back nine. That's sick. I don't give a shit if that house is just a shed. That is my number one on my list right now. That I, is it's the only one I've hit favorite or the star on. You know what would be nice though? Um, that's super sweet. 
what would even bring that a level up is if your house was on hole 18 and then once you're done with your round, you can literally just, oh, walk, just walk right home. to your house. That would be sweet. Or yes. I play the front nine and then walk home. True. Oh, true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. Finish hole nine. Boom. Back to the patio. Got to grab, uh, guys ran out of beers. I'll run. I'm going to run to the garage quick. And I'm going to sit in my backyard in a lawn chair and just steal all of the, the sliced balls. Well, every that, time someone hits one into my yard, I'm going to pick it up and look them in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to have a sign? If you say you do get this house, you can have a sign say like no trespassing. Uh, no, I'll have something smart ass like that one. Uh, one course we played in Maplewood. They have a sign on 17 that says it's right on the edge of their lawn. Yes. It says leave your ball and go get lessons. Yes. I love that. That's fine. I love that. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna steal their balls and resell them to that course. Yeah, you. What you need to do is you need to get a you need to get a smoker, which you might already have. No. Okay, you gotta get a smoker. Uh, you gotta put some some glizzies on at hole uh, before you leave <laughs> to the course, low and slow. Keep them low and slow. Mm-hmm. By the time you get to hole ten, you gotta time it out like hour and a half. Then Ooh, you, little glizzies at the turn. Yeah, glizzies at the turn. Yep. I like that. And then you guys get just get a quick glizzy break and a couple two tree beers in between and hop back on. That's like a good model for any sort of golf. You just bring some glizzies and it's just glizzies at the turn. Glizzies at, and and then here's the thing. You can control it if you get a if you get a good smoker, you can control it from your phone. Or you can just bring a good pocket glizzy. Yeah. True. Uh, uh wear like a good pair of cargo shorts. Yeah. Wrap that baby in tin foil. Gonna keep it hot, kind of like they do at baseball games. Uh, my grandma watches this podcast. Grandma, uh, a glizzy is a hot dog. Okay. Yep. Grandma uh, Kathy. Yep. Um, now you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you just you, or like everyone brings a cooler with, and nine times out of ten, I forget to put ice in it because we drink mm-hmm. the beer too fast. You just put your glizzy in the cooler. Yeah. If you want a cold one, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed to. I like cold food sometimes. Yeah. Depends on what it is. I like a cold salad. <laughs> okay that's pretty um, typical tyler Big i week. really hope this works out for you thank you because that would be sweet yeah i agree um i'll invite you over you have to pay though <laughs> you would make me i'm not gonna sneak you gone. onto the course <laughs> you would do that i would what are they gonna kick you off the court they're gonna send you home all right i'll just come back tomorrow <laughs> just change shirts and golf again yeah what are you gonna put you're gonna put a, a course marshal outside my outside my back lawn make sure i don't walk on anymore I could, at uh, tournaments, I could pretend to be a marshal. Yeah. <laughs> just stand out there. You could call guys on their OB. If they hit an OB in yep. your yard, be like, and some guy comes in with a foot wedge, and you're like, ah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I'd let him do it. Yeah. I, w- I would wink at him and kind of give him a little thumbs up. Yeah, that's, that's for the brand. Yeah. Um, he gets it. Everyone that, everyone that uses a foot wedge on hole 10 gets a free breakfast ball shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you just have like, uh, yeah, you have kind of like a little merch stand. Merch stand. Yeah. Sell merch at the Then at the you turn. can pay for your round. Yes. Because who doesn't want to wear a new uh, polo or hat or anything after the front nine? Uh, glizzy's at the turn. Fresh fit at the turn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and if you're golfing bad, this is just getting out of hand. If, if, if you're golfing bad on the front nine, you got to switch something up, right? You either got to tuck the shirt yeah. in or yep. untuck it opposite of what you did. You got to turn the hat backwards a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to do something. I so. take the glove off if I'm playing bad. Do you? Yep. Okay. Um, I don't do anything, which is probably why I always play bad. <laughs> uh, so I might need to start doing something like that. Um, I played twice, three times this weekend, technically. Top golf being one of them. Top golf. We're going to get one into that. But tell me how the actual rounds of the course went. Uh, so golf Saturday and Sunday morning. Um, the first round, 
was okay. I didn't do great. It was a harder course. Played a country club. Was Becca with? No. Okay, so just the boys. No, just the boys. Hell yeah. Just the boys. Uh, it was a good time. I took last out of three. Okay. Um, didn't play super well. I we got third, Tyler. I got third. Okay. I took third. It was pretty good. Uh, could not get my goddamn dries off the ground again. Still? Dude, 150 yard worm burners every time. But the trouble with the course we were playing, it was a nicer, a little more difficult course. And there's a lot of obstacles right at the front of the tee box. Oh. And I can't get it off the ground. I'm going into these damn ditches or puddles every single time. And I was screwed. But then we played an easier course on Sunday. And I golfed pretty damn good because they were all straight. Yeah. They were all straight and there was nothing right in front of the tee box. So all my low shitty drives just rolled 150 to 200 yards right in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> And I played pretty good iron games, so I, I actually golfed decent. Damn. So have you ever thought about just teeing off with an iron? Um, yeah, I did that. Um, it just, I think the tee box gets into my head because it was the same every time until hole six. Okay. I started teeing off. You only using half a backswing like an old man. No, you did not resort to half a backswing. <laughs> half a backswing. I was going. Tyler, you're only 25 years old. 26. I'm, I'm <laughs> 26. feeling old. Um, but yeah, I took half a backswing. With my three wood. I didn't even use my driver. No, dude. <laughs> and I was piping it. <laughs> it's going straight as an arrow. It went maybe 210, 220 off the ground. So that is my new swing. My new No T. The swing of, uh, I did. I teed it okay. up like half an inch. Yeah. You chubbed it up. Yeah. My swing of the summer now is a half a back swing with a three wood. I'm throwing my driver away. That is, uh, I wish you wouldn't have resorted to, <laughs> as if your swing wasn't bad enough. Now it looks, I can't wait to see this one. <laughs> now it looks dumb and I don't have a backswing. <laughs> I did it with my irons too and it worked great. I just have to use my five for everything because I don't get any distance. Right, right. You're just like, it's almost like you're hitting in the woods and you got to just punch out. Yeah, that's exactly where I figured out like maybe it's my backswing because I was punching out really well from the trees. And I was like, why is it going so much farther when I'm punching out yeah. than when I'm full swinging? So I did it on the tee box and I hit a piss missile. Not really a piss missile, but as much of a piss missile as you can with half a backswing <laughs> and a three wood. Okay. So you might need to look at a new new bag of clubs, maybe like a no, two and a three iron. It's not the club's fault, uh, but uh, something with less loft that you can still half swing a bit, but get more. I distance. did have a three iron. Remember, I broke it at the oh, simulator. Yeah. I have a four, but I wasn't hitting the four well, and I have this weird superstition that I just go a club up or a club down if I haven't been hitting it well. Yeah, it's nothing to do with the lie or or me as a person. It's yep. the club. It's definitely the club. Uh, oof. Top golf though, different different thing. I was expecting it to not be near. I was expecting a full on sports bar vibe. You didn't get that? No, it was bougie as fuck. It's a bougie sports bar. You walk in and there was a giant waterfall. Yeah. Oh yeah. With Top Golf's logo behind yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, this place is not sports bars that I'm used to. This it was like beat up chic. Yeah. It's like uh um. It's like a yeah. If you were to buy a Top Golf off Wish, it'd be uh, B Dubs. Yeah, that's exactly it. And it was <laughs> yeah, that's a really know? good explanation. But it was cool. I really think it's a really sweet place. Um, we were on the bottom level. Ah, damn it. Yep. Yeah, you can't launch them as far. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're using half a backswing, you can. So you you continued with that. In no, because that was in between the rounds. And also, those shots just don't matter as much as it does in the real course. Which Right. So you're just trying to just demolish them. Yeah, ball. I was wearing jeans. I was golfing barefoot because I brought Crocs, and I was, nice. like, slipping out of them. Yep. Uh, but it was fun. The games are sweet. Um, we played, mostly we just played the easiest game, but the one game that I did win was the chipping game. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. Um, if it came to anything with distance or hitting the farthest targets for points, I yep. lost. Yep. But the chipping game, I kicked ass because you had to like climb the ladder. You hit the short one three yep. times, hit the next one three times, hit the next one three times, and then you're done. Um, so I won. I did good on that one. Um, actually I didn't win. I got second, but Better than third, though. Yeah, one buddy won every single game, so Naturally. I won. There's always that one, one technically. Buddy. Um, now tell me this. Let's go back to the debate between Jake and I. Top golf, hands down. Done, Cody. It's not even close. I'm with you. It's. it's I was solved. on the top golf from yeah, the no, start. No, I yeah. I wish I had been to top golf when that debate was moderated, because then that segment would have never happened. Because it's just so <laughs> cut and dry. Yeah. The food was delicious. Yep. The food was good. The vibes, as you said. Definitely check out. Way better. Because nobody there is really good. No. And the people that, that are good that are there look out of place. Yes. Um, the best part, I think, though, is I'm sitting on the bottom row, right? And every once in a while, a ball would just fall straight <laughs> yeah. in front of you. You know, some yeah. drunk asshole, two tears up, just dribbled one off the tee. <laughs> I was waiting for a body to fall. I was just going to ask. No bodies were falling. No uh, bodies okay. were falling. That's good. No clubs. No clubs. Um, the people in the bay next to us brought their clubs. <laughs> Was it a hard-o move? Oh, big time. Yeah. Big time. They looked so bad. Yeah. Um, now, imagine me walking in with my cart bag. <laughs> how much of a hard-o move no, that would be. You now know, you get it. Bring your cart bag and a push cart. <laughs> you know, I would have to because it's too heavy to carry into there. Yeah. So your bag is massive. Um, but yeah, Top Golf vibes check out. And uh, you were right about everybody trying to hit the guy in the cart. I hit him twice. You did. I did. Okay, good. Hit, hit him twice. I was pretty pumped. I also, there's a guy outside of the net pushing the balls back in. I tried to hit him too. Okay, so okay, so if you would have hit him, it would have been through the net. Yeah, he would have been fine because yes, the okay. ball would have hit the net, but I just wanted to spook him. <laughs> you wanted to make sure he's on his toes. Um, he also didn't do his job very well because his job was to get the balls from outside the net in. And I brought you a present, Ryan. Yes, dude. You brought, you brought the Top Golf. They're tracking us now. Oh, Top golf seventy. <clears throat> uh, you never found this. You someone gave this to you. No, I took it. It was I was parked next to it. <sighs> Tyler, I'm trying to. He, he's trying to. I stole it. Incriminate. <laughs> no, I, I'm teaming up with Golf's Robin Hood, and we're going to steal Top Golf balls and then dump those in random parking lots. <laughs> so we now have a Top Golf ball. I wonder if there's an app you can download to like track this baby on the course. That's more incriminating than me openly admitting I stole it because then they're going to get pinged. Speak. You could just register this with your phone right here, and then you'd never lose a ball again. Yeah, those are also dead balls. Hey, also the back net's only two fifteen. No shit. Yeah, because I hit my best drive of, at Top Golf. I was like, oh hell yeah, I crushed that one, and it landed in the white target, like dead center of the white target, which is the far one. And yeah. I'm thinking that's like two twenty, one eighty five. And then my friend was putting them off the back net, and it's two fifteen every time it hit the back net. Jesus, hear me out. Okay, think of how much money you would save by being able to track your ball, unless it goes in water. Being able to find it whenever, that's a good idea. That would be elite. That's a great idea. Uh, uh, they already have the tracking in here. RFID chips, or what does it run off of? Must be. We're going to cut it open and see. Nobody knows what an RFID chip is. 
well, we all use it. What is it? Like the proximity. Why are chips. we? We're living in mystery, Cody. Explain. I don't know what it stands for. Do you want me to look it up? Yeah, look that up first, Cody. Really I do agree, though. intense design. Yeah. Yeah. For a yeah. golf ball, especially. That's what it means. It wouldn't surprise me if Kirkland balls had uh, trackers in them mm. because they're elite. They will. They will. Any day now. They need right to work here. on their branding Kirkland's a little bit. Kirkland's on the cutting edge. They need um, to work on their branding a little bit, but... Radio frequency identification. Yeah, so this ball is identified. It's RFID'd <laughs> by the technology at Topgolf. I like it. I this like is, it. This is cool. Um, yeah. Hey, we might be on a million dollar idea. Uh, average Joe golf balls with RFID chips in them connected to an app so you can never lose your ball. Also, Unless you hit in a Tyler's backyard, then he's taking right. that. Then it's mine. If you can find your ball all the time, and let's say you don't have to keep looking for them or potentially buy any more, you could probably, I'd be more comfortable with paying 40 bucks for a ball that I wouldn't ever have to get rid of. Or 40 bucks for like a sleeve. Yeah, but so you have the three thing, though, just Cody. in case. We still hit them in the water. And that's forty dollars right. into the water. Like, how often is that though? There's water on every single course you've ever played. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. The, I can't think of one course in my entire life. Yeah, even, even mini golf yeah, has water. Man-made. Yeah, yeah. You're probably yeah. You're probably right. Um, that's yeah. There's a way around I'd lose it. Though, a lot Cody. Of There's there. always a way around it. I like the thought though. There's it always some workshopping, it. but I think the idea is there. They float. There we go. They float. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We're so Perfect. dumb. You just got to go to the side that the waves are pushing. Yeah. Or you get be like me and have an old man golf bag and yeah. you have one of those ball retrievers the for the water. Yep. I like that. Um, wow, Tyler. Uh, welcome back to episode no idea. <laughs> 28. Eight. Okay. Okay. Um, Somewhere in there. The 20s. Okay. Yeah, that got off on uh, that got off on a great foot. <laughs> we're doing the intro where we're where we should be taking our first break. Yeah, well, we are going to take a fir- our first break, and then uh, we're going to come back and naturally Monday after the Masters, we got to talk about it a little we bit. We do, Tyler. we do. We don't know what we're talking about. Never do, um, but we're going to do it anyway. All right, be right back, <sighs> Tyler. Ryan. Um, Reason number 852, why Happy Gilmore is one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, Will Zalatoris. His caddy was literally in the Masters. Dude, just proof that caddies can do anything. Yeah. They're honestly, I mean, you look at uh, Jack Nicholas's grandson last year at the Masters. Ace is it. Yeah. Hole in one, par three. The only other person to do that in the last couple of years, I feel like, is John Rahm. Mm-hmm. Was there two hole in ones at this Masters? Uh, I think there was only one that Tommy Fleetwood on day one... Par three. Can't remember which hole. I thought there was one on uh, Saturday. There might have been. I didn't watch a whole lot on so Saturday. There, there's only been six total. I know that. So but I think potentially two two of them, obviously. Yeah. If there was a second one. We're at this Masters alone. That's that's crazy. Wild. Yeah. One third of all hole-in-ones was in last weekend. I think there was a pretty big prop bet for hole-in-one at the Masters. It would have been a great one to take. Oh, uh, you know what else would have been a great one to take? The one we talked about last week saying Burned would be in the top 10 after day one and two. Oh, that You said the words exactly because I was like, I'm going to put money on Burned. And you're like, no, you should just put a prop bet on him saying that he'll be in the top 10. On he was day in one. first. He was in first for four holes. Yeah. And then imploded on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, he, had, he had an Instagram post uh, today, I think, being like, Disappointment is like an under disappointed is an understatement. Yeah, like, I out golfed him on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, dude, with my half a backswing for how disappointed he was, and to be 
first at one point in the Masters, like that just shows you he did really bad. Oh, on, he, on the he shot half. seven over. Yeah, he was seven over on Sunday, and so he finished his round. So at one point on Friday was when he led. He was six under. Yep. And he was six under for four holes, and then Justin Rose tied him to share the lead at six under. So he went on Friday from six under to seven over on Sunday, and he finished to he finished the Masters plus five. Okay, so not a good look yeah. for Burned Weisberger. What do you think happened the night between? <laughs> I think he. I think the pressure got to him. The Austrian All Star, all the spotlight we were shining on him. Um, I think it was our fault. We got in his head. Well, he hasn't opened up any of our messages yet, so well, he might he just be watching from a distance. He sees him. Oh yeah, because you have to accept into mm-hmm. the message. Okay, I he got knows, you. and he's just he was waiting to accept for till after he won the Masters, but we yeah. put too much pressure on him. Yeah, we we probably screwed up there. Yeah, we we we're sorry, burned. Um, better luck next year, man. Yeah, he'll be back next year, and next year I will put a top ten bet on him. Um, how close was I to being right though about a nobody winning? Zalatoris had a chance. Hideki Burn Matsu- had a Matsuyama. chance. Yeah, he. I wouldn't call him a no namer. Yeah. Uh, what's really cool is he won. He won like the amateur uh, golf tournament at Augusta in 2011. He was the amateur champ. Really? I thought that was way longer ago. No, 2011, and then 10 years later, he actually wins the Masters, which is That's cool. super sweet. That is really cool. Why do you think the Masters is like played out? It's kind of like the Super Bowl of golf. Like, how, why? What makes it like that? Um, it's tradition, the, the history, history. Yeah. Yep. It's always been like the number one golf tournament in America. Yeah. And so it's just, it's just a rich history, even though I don't like Augusta or the people there. You been? Why? Just mostly because of the tiger dock. The snobby. Ah. And they're very snooty and snobby yes. and everything that I don't like about golf. Is that. Um, nice. yeah. but I understand like why to a golfer winning that is important because the greatest names in golf have won that tournament. Right. And what's cool about it is it's an invitation-only tournament. Mm-hmm. And if you win the tournament at any point in your life until you die, you can come back and play. No invite needed because you've already won it. Really? Yeah, so at, like even when Tiger's 55 years old, he'll still get invited. Yeah. Um. So what's the deal with the green jacket? You can only wear it for a year and then... As no, you get as, your own. You do get your own, but you can only wear it for a year and then as soon as someone else is uh crowned with the green jacket then you can only wear your green jacket if you're at augusta right there's something that, there's some rule that like sounds that. like it would be that right, sounds like right? some rich snooty bullshit there well some the guys like who do that. win the green jacket are very rich after they do it. that's true <laughs> you know? i mean that might be part of why the tournament's so big too the prize the money purse is, is outrageous yeah, yeah do you have, can you pull that up yeah. the prize money we had it on last episode but if if it was if you're in top 50 you're well, making a I'm, lot of dough because like i just want to see what people made with the ties and stuff yeah because you so, know you okay. had to split the winnings for the ties so get this uh Xander Shoffley. Mm-hmm. He choked. He oh choked. my God. He hit a triple bogey on one hole and so, that put him in from second to tied for third. Yep. Do you know how much that triple bogey cut his prize money by? Probably like 100K. Almost $600,000. Oh my God. It was like $570,000 oh. because he then had to split it with Justin Rose for third. Dude. Yes. So the thing with Shoffley, I was watching the last four holes last night, right? Yep. And Matsuyama hits it in the water. It goes down to minus 11. 
right? 11 under. Yep. Shoffley is eight under. Birdies the same hole that Matsuyama goes in the water. And so now it's 11-9. Yep. And he's knocking on the door. Matsuyama has fallen apart because his next drive wasn't great. It was in the rough off to the left. Shoffley hits an absolute bomb right down the middle of the fairway, outdrives Matsuyama by like 30 yards. Then Matsuyama puts it on the green and Shoffley chokes and puts it in the water himself. And he had a chance. The window was there. Yeah. The commentators were like, well, this just got interesting because Matsuyama was up by like four. And then it narrowed the gap down to two with his double bogey. And then Shoffley pissed it down his legs. Triple bogue. I did see a stat that Zalatoris got farther than any amateur in the Masters since 1982. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, it was the highest finish. Yeah, highest yep. finish of any amateur since 1982. Think about the sponsorships that that guy's going to be getting oh. after that second oh, yeah. place. Yeah. He just got $1.2 million. Yeah. Just for getting second place. I mean, yeah. not just for getting second Like, obviously, that's fucking tough to do. Um, yeah, Xander Schauffele each had 667,000. Fourth place was a wash because no one technically got fourth. Uh, See, so what's weird to me is like, how can you tie for fourth or, or for fifth? I'm sorry, but one person gets less money. Same with eighth and tenth. It's a good question. No, I think I what you're, the numbers you're seeing on the left are theoretically what they would have gotten if there was an individual winner there. So what did Byrne finish? Um like 45 or something holy shit not good uh burned weisberger right there tied for 40th so burn still came out of there with 45k (laughs) so dude 45k 45k for the choke of your life (laughs) even 50th place tied for 50 almost 30 30 grand. grand billy horschel got 50 (laughs) uh dustin didn't even make the cut yeah Really? Dustin got cut day two. And he was obviously the favorite going into it. Mm -hmm. You just, I don't know. There's something about betting a heavy favorite in a tournament like this. Spieth, did Spieth? No, he got third. Yeah, third Um, place. Rom, I thought would do a lot better just because he's got the new dad energy. Yep, low testosterone though. Yep. Wait six months, buddy. You'll be back. Get half a backswing. You're good to go. That's crazy. Um, I did see something cool on Augusta about um them not really accepting sponsorship money they're they're losing they lose out on like 20 like it's like two or 20 million dollars i know big swing but something with the two they lose out on that much money because they don't accept sponsorships and that's purely because of tradition yeah they uh miles was telling me that they told cbs or cbs yep, put it on CBS. right yes that there will there will be limiting ad breaks mm-hmm and and CBS just says okay because they know any other station would agree to those terms. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So yep. the station's probably losing a ton of money too. But I think, like you said, it's the Super Bowl of golf. Yeah. So they can charge an arm and a leg for those limited commercial spots. And mm-hmm. they charge an arm and a leg to get a ticket there. Yeah. Um, Food more than, there. More than we're willing to pay. More than we're willing to pay. What does it cost to get a ticket at the Masters? I can't remember. A lot. But it's a lot. I'll look at I also know that the food is very cheap at Augusta. Really? Really? You can get a hot a glizzy at the turn for like buck <laughs> fifty. What? Yeah. Buck fifty really? chicken sandwich for like three bucks. Yeah. I saw, I saw well, like a be- documentary on it's it. Because Augusta's stuck in nineteen seventy five. Yeah. We're Cody's pulling up here. The uh I gotta create an account. Yeah, not worth it. You're gonna get emails. 115 each. What? Daily tournaments. Oh, I'd pay that. I said I'd pay five hundred for a ticket. We could get oh, all that four was days. Twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Anyways, 
not not important. We should we should go next year. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. I got nothing. Go? I got nothing going on. <laughs> I don't either. Um, minus twenty thousand shirts that we're trying to print right now. Ah, it just right. wouldn't have worked out well. You got a guy ready for that. I got a guy, uh, which is a good thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Damn. There's gonna be no Masters in the fall this year, like there was in 2020. So it's kind of a something you weren't expecting. It was sweet to watch back-to-back Masters, basically. Yeah. We did not pay attention to any other tournaments besides the Waste Management Open. Which is one of the most electric tournaments. Uh, it's it's hands down. That's my Masters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, no, Tyler, we'll have to look into going next year. We have to wait a year, though, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like regular people. Yeah. In the meantime, we're going to be playing our own golf. We will. Because, again, great thing about golf you can go out and play right away. Uh-huh. You, you get it, you get that itch in you after watching the Masters. You can maybe go dunk it in the water a couple of times. Like uh, some of the ball. top guys, some of the top guys just shanking drives made me feel a lot better about shanking drives. Yes, it is. It is depressing yet also encouraging to watch professional golf because yes. you see them shaping their shots on purpose. You see them doing all this cool shit. And I am taking half a backswing to make sure I get my drives off the ground. Um, but then also, when you see Xander Shoffley put it firmly into the water with a chance to win the Masters, it's uh, it's it's humbling for him, I think, and encouraging for me. Yeah, it's like kicking a field goal in the soup, missing a field goal in the Super Bowl. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it was only like a hundred and sixty yard shot. Only a hundred and sixty. I would have nailed not that, to bat, dude. Not to break. I'd probably pull a pitching wedge out and lay up. Yeah, I would have taken out my gap wedge, though. <laughs> I'd have putted it. You'd have half, yeah, half swung. I'd have half swung my <laughs> gap wedge. I, I'll tell you what, Tyler. I can't wait to see this half swing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to practice it at the like the range? Um, No. Are you going to practice full swing at the I range? I don't go to the range. <laughs> I'm not going to the range ever. There are so many things wrong here. You got. You just got to go to the range. I self-diagnose on the course. I pivot. I make adjustments. That's what athletes do. Do you though? I do. I have half a backswing now. I cut out literally half of my problems. <laughs> I cannot wait to see this half a backswing. I am a spot golfer. <laughs> this is going to be unbelievable. We need to go. You might need to become a TikTok coach. Hey. If you're having trouble on the golf course with whatever shot, just diagnose it right there. Yeah. Half a backswing. Everybody sits there and takes in all these TikToks that they think they're going to remember. They remember one drill. It doesn't do anything, so yeah. they stop doing it. Uh, people go to the driving range like they're going to get better with all these clubs, and all they do is just swing as hard as they can, yep. and nobody gets better. Just self-diagnose, drink a few beers, relax, and cut your backswing in half. Hit the sweet spot. Yes. Have four beers. Hit the sweet spot and just swing away, baby. My grandpa's going to be so proud the next time we golf because he takes half a backswing, mostly because he has back issues because he's 75. (laughs) But uh, we're going to be looking the same this year. Yeah. Yep. I can't wait for that, Tyler. Uh, Um, All right. Masters is over. Kind of sucks because it's pretty electric time of year. Yes. But we're going to move into segment three. We're going to talk about... Some of the best things that make a good golf course. Yeah, because what a good golf course to us is not Augusta. Like that's obviously a nice golf course, but a it's good golf nice. course to us is very different. And uh, we're gonna paint that picture. Okay, we're back talking about golf courses. What makes them good? What makes them bad? Ryan, do you have anything you want to start with off the bat? Because I got a pretty good list over here. I think. Yeah, I mean, for me, it it starts in the clubhouse for me, Tyler. Ooh, I didn't wrote nothing down about the clubhouse, so please go on. Yeah, it's 
kind of like Top Golf. The vibe in the clubhouse has to check out. Oh, so so we might be on different pages here. Because if I went into a clubhouse that looked like Top Golf, I'm out. I don't like that course. Yeah, for me, it is the ambiance of the clubhouse. If it's kind of darker, like I can think of a couple courses right now with like a more of like an old school wood, like uh, old wood grain paneling, like not like that, but this is kind of retro. The but backdrop, older, yeah, but yeah, older. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just like the ambiance. You go in and it doesn't feel like you know. Hey, I'm happy to be at the golf course here. It's got to be. It's got to be brightly painted, brightly lit. Okay. And bright employees at the at the desk Ooh, there. Employees Tyler. is big. So I'm the opposite on you. The dingier the clubhouse, the better. And I'm not saying that this has to be like country club, like everything's brand new. It's just like just brighten it up a little bit. Even if everything's old, just brighten it up. I want to walk into one and I want the toilet paper to be on the back of the toilet tank. I want the <laughs> counter to be falling apart. And I want the same old person to be sitting at the desk that's been there for the last 35 years. I want to kind of smell a little musty. And he's probably got the greatest attitude out there. Yeah. And he just loves golf. Yeah. That's it. He just loves yeah. golf and drinking beer. Yeah. Loves golf. Um, but, I did go. So I was in Deadwood, South Dakota. And uh, <laughs> so me and my buddy, we call we call really shitty golf courses dog tracks. <laughs> like uh, the dog races got postponed that day. So they're just letting people out to golf. Um, this place is a dog track. I won't name, I won't name the course, but the clubhouse had an apartment on top and that's where the guy who was working there lived. I love that. It was, uh, okay. Give you got off off mic. Tell me the name of this course. Okay. I'll keep going though. Um, the beer was just in like a regular pop cooler. Hell yeah. And it's like, they just went and bought a bunch of cases and just started stocking the, um, stocking the deal. Um, Hole one was probably like 50 feet above the fairway. So you're just dry. It's like you're on, it's like you're on level six of top golf. If there were six <laughs> levels, uh, which made it really sweet. Bunch of trees, very dingy. Um, oh, another one, Tyler at the same golf course, there was too many people on the course. So all the, all the carts were taken. We had like, we had like 14 guys at this bachelor party. We needed one more cart. They didn't have it. So the guy running the clubhouse, the guy who lived there, just let us borrow his cart <laughs> because we needed one more. Like, talk about taking one for the team. I thought you were gonna say he let you take like the grounds crew cart. Oh no, it was like, his cuss. It was pers- it, it was his cart. I love that. So he just let See, it. That's the kind of sh- that's you only find that in a dingy ass clubhouse. And it was it was a good experience. The course was not great, but also who am I to be playing on good courses? Right, right. So it's just like that. I will accept that situation right there. Yes. Uh, you talking about the carts brings me to one of mine. For it to be a good course, that cart's got to haul ass. Mm-hmm. I hate the ones that have been, they basically have a governor on them, right? Yep. If that cart moves, I'm having a good time. Oh, yeah. Because even if you're golfing shitty, you're zipping around. You may be not whipping shitties, but fishtail here and there. Yeah. Um, and you can just go anywhere. Like on those other ones, you try to go up a hill and you're like, yeah, that's a freaking roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. I don't like that either. Cart's got to move. Oh, where were we, Ryan, before Miles barged in? Tyler, real quick emergency segment. We're talking about what makes a good golf course. I've been to some really good golf courses. You know, people who will let you just borrow their personal cart. But first off, guys, Miles came in. We're launching a video today. Literally in the middle of a sentence. In the middle of the in the middle of the podcast. Uh 
month of April today, all the way through the end of the month, we're launching our April charity shirt, the new Midwest's best 2.0 design. For every shirt you purchase at OUBetcha.com, we're donating $5 of um, $5 from that shirt mm-hmm. to the Children's Hospital in Iowa, right outside Kinnick Stadium. Um, so it's a pretty cool yeah. promo that we got going this month. And that's what he came in to talk about. So he gets a pass this time. Yes. Pass um, this time. Even if that wasn't what he was talking about, I don't know if we could not give him a pass because we he couldn't. signs our paychecks. Yes, that's correct. Um, uh, so yeah, just had to get the merch plug in there real, real quick. Oh, you betcha.com. We got t-shirts, sweatshirts, crewnecks, all with the new Midwest's best design. Go to the website, look for the charity collection and, uh, yeah, $5 for each item is going to go to the children's hospital. So it'd be a pretty cool month. Hell yeah. That's what another good thing that makes the course good is when they do charity tournaments. Yes. Charity scrambles. You don't see Augusta doing charity tournaments. <laughs> That's right, Tyler. Um, no, because here's the thing why. These courses are sacrificing a lot to do um, any sort of scramble tournament oh, yeah. that people like us are going to come out to. And we're going to go to a charity tournament. We're going to support a good cause and we're going <laughs> to gonna drink a lot of beers a lot so i think that's got to be where they make their money obviously at these tournaments right? got to be the beer we're drinking a shitload yes it's so wild to me so my grandpa puts on a tournament or helps put on a tournament dl for the veterans every year okay and it's like a good going to a good cause we get we're degenerates out there we're going there giving this money to a, a good cause and we're being absolute scumbags out there grandpa and i both got drawn at the end of the tournament to chip uh, so it's like 150 yards out and you have to chip onto the green and you could win like $5,000 or something. If you hole it? Uh, closest to the pin. If you hole it, you win $5,000. Closest to the pin gets like 500. Okay. Uh, so they draw like 10 names out of the 200 people golfing and Grandpa and I, who are both pissed drunk, get <laughs> drawn. And it's like, it was probably more than that. Maybe 190-ish. Yeah. And I my name gets drawn and the first thing I do is like, Becca, bring me my gap wedge. <laughs> Gap wedge at one. Yeah, that was shit canned. Well, half swing, you know. Yeah, well, that That's was good. that was last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get nowhere near the green, right? Okay. Grandpa, who is an ace, right? Also shit canned. Yeah. He hit it perpendicular from oh. his body. It didn't slice. It just came off his club straight away from his chest. Oh <laughs> so my god! We just look like dipshits at this charity like, tournament. Who picked these two degenerates? I know, and it looked and. Uh, I worked at the news at the time and I convinced the news to come out and do a story there. So the news was there as well. And you were shit-faced oh. of your employer. Yeah, and I got that day off. Oh my God. So yeah. That's funny. What uh, else are you going to do with a day off though? You're yeah, I mean, go I, golf and get drunk. I took that day off for the tournament. Yeah, yeah, naturally. Um, yeah, so charity tournaments also makes a good course. Fast golf carts. I think dingy clubhouses. Ryan likes bright clubhouses. Cody. I like a dingy golf course if there's good vibes inside the dingy golf course. If, yeah. if someone's just like sitting behind the front desk, like the hey, person, the person makes the clubhouse. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yep. I'm going to say I'm exactly halfway between both of you guys on that. I, in the fact of, I want the, the entrance, the pro shop, the checkout, the golf side of the clubhouse to be brightly lit and well stocked. Yes. However, the bar area that needs to be where the vibes are at. Yes, I need that I to agree. be a little bit more dim than the pro shop, but uh, it still needs to look presentable. But uh, Cody, yeah. are you painting an audio visual of Pine City 
golf course. <laughs> While I was saying that, all Cody's yes. gonna do I is just describe Pine, Pine City. City. Country Club. <laughs> hey. I want a nice clubhouse where you walk in. The counter's right off to your left. You walk straight. There's the <laughs> Tammy's at the desk. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. Oh, Denise. oh, sorry. Uh, have you golfed anywhere else before? Uh, yes. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I don't know. You talk an awful lot about Pine City. Golf. You got to plug. You got to plug where it's due, you know? Yeah, I feel that. Um, my my next reason that uh, you know, makes a good golf course is a fully stocked Bev cart. I wrote yes. that as well. The selection, the Bev cart selection. Absolutely. Yes. Um, one, have a Bev cart. Yes. Two, That's step oh, number one. Yeah. A lot of golf courses only have beer. Yes. At their Bev cart. You really? gotta have both. I can't I tell you that. how many times I've said, Hey, can I get uh can I get one of these? And they're like, Oh, sorry, we don't have that. Yeah. Can I get one of these? Wow, no, sorry, we don't we don't have that. Right. Just just have rail every alcohol. Yeah. And have pops. Yeah. Yep. Or just have like uh have shooters like they do on airplanes. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's yep. what it- Pine City Country Club. Not to brag, they got their shit shooters. together. Yeah. We'll be they there the too. Shooters. I can't wait to see this course. Oh, it's going to be awesome. How, yeah. Oh, not, speaking of that, update on the Old Man Iron Man. It is June 5th. Okay. So we did have a few people message us, ask how they can play. Okay. So if you want to play, there will be more information on the Wings North Facebook page and the Pine City Country Club Facebook page. This is just a segment of plugs. It is. Bring your clubs. June 5th. Bring your gun. And bring your liver. Bring your <laughs> liver. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to do the clay pigeons with my driver. I'm just gonna hit him with a golf ball. Speaking that of that, crazy? I won the Sporting Clays tournament last weekend. Hey. Hell yeah, that's I good for gun. us. Good. I want a gun. Keep that shit up. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? I don't know. What it's gun like, did you win? It's a, a Henry Golden Boy uh, Lever Action 22. That's pretty cool. It's it's awesome. It's you gold should bring plated. it to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What Moving makes on, a uh, golf course good? I like easy sand traps. I was going to say limited water and sand traps. Um, I like when there's water and sand, but I want the water to be not in the middle of my goddamn fairway. I don't like shooting over it. If it's left and right of the fairway, and so basically just difficulty in general, right? Okay. It's got to be hard. It's got to be some things where like there's it's going to be difficult. It's not just yeah. straight, nothing in your way. Yeah. But it's when you get in the sand and if it's got a big ass wall and a big ass lip, oh God. what are you trying to prove? Yeah. You are in the middle of nowhere. I am speaking specifically about one golf course in general. <laughs> you are not a classy establishment. Nobody there has got a handicap better than 15. What are you trying to prove with these ridiculously hard sand traps? I'm trying to figure out what course you're thinking of. I don't think you've ever played it. Okay. You wouldn't get it. Okay. Naturally. Um, but anyway, it's just those courses, especially the ones that are rural, um, that think that they, they can just put big ass lips on their sand traps. No one's getting out of that. That's golfing at your course. Yeah. And those are my people. I'm not shitting on the people anyway. I'm shitting on the fact that they try to make that way harder than it needs to be. And I hate that. So give me some sand, but make the lip shallow. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. I'm very passionate about sand. Yeah. Um, next <laughs> Cody, what do you got? Uh, I mean, you've told us all about Pine City Country Club, but you, do you have one more? One thing that makes a good golf course, I would say a mix of really easy holes and a, and a mix of really hard holes. For example, Pine City Country Club oh has one of the most difficult. <laughs> they're par they're not paying played. us. Stop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I would say uh, it needs to be fun. There needs to be at least one or two par threes in there that are like very doable for your skill set. Yeah. yeah something you can actually interested. maybe put it on the green. Yeah. You know? And then a couple of challenging ones and then a couple that are obviously not parable for your skill set. You know, I think that's what I, makes it the most fun. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, I like that. 
yeah. And I just decided to attack sand specifically because I spend so much time there. Um, I've become very <laughs> accustomed to the different types of sand traps. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely have. You will find the sand on every hole. Every time. Like, I won't hit it straight all day. And then if there's a sand strap directly in front of me, I'll hit it straight. Yeah. Um, my next reason that makes a good golf course is I want trees instead of fescue. Yeah, I like that too. Because way easier to find your ball. Way easier to find your ball. It's also way easier to hit out of mm-hmm. because uh, like Thumper Pond, uh, Otter Tail, yep. Otter Tail Lake, yep, yep. there's just pine needles that's basically like the ground floor, which you can easily hit off of. You can also find your ball very easily. <laughs> um, so I do spend a lot of time in the trees on that course so I can punch out with no problem. Now with fescue, good luck getting under that ball. Yeah, mow the lawn first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the only downside of trees over fescue. Uh, also, grandma fescue is long wild grass. Okay. Yep. Long wild grass, grandma Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, think about fescue that has the advantage over trees is that you're gonna probably find a lot more balls That's in fescue true. over trees because it's easier to find in find in trees. Yeah. Um, one other thing too that's cool about the trees over fescue is that it's sometimes kind of fun to just smack one and have it pinball like through like 16 mm. trees and have it land back at your feet. Like it sucks if you do it more than once, but one every round is kind of fun. As much as I hate hitting a tree, it's kind of like the, the sound is so It's kind of cool. like the crack of a baseball off a wood bat. Just sounds great. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but also, uh, you know, it's really funny to hear someone like on an adjacent hole that <laughs> yeah. you, I mean, you can hear it right away. Right. I I was in the trees on Sunday and I hit so I had one perfect lane. So I was going to try and punch out there and I hit the tree directly to my right and just ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And I just look over my buddies and they're all laughing. Isn't it funny, Tyler, how we think that we can hit through like one perfect lane, but we can't hit a goddamn fairway. Right. The size of Texas. <laughs> yeah. That's a meme, by the way, if you guys are wondering. Uh, um, every golfer just thinks that they can pick uh, a six inch lane into the fairway. Right. But you can't hit the fairway off the tee box. Well, like, uh, what's his name on Beggar Vance when he hits out of the woods? Yeah. And he's having war flashbacks. Yep. Yep. Stay out of the trees. Um, I only have one more. Give it to me. Um, in my old age, I've put on some weight. Okay. And uh, I get a little warmer. So this goes with your tree thing. I'm going to need some shade. I'm going to need some shade on the golf course. Otherwise... Big boy gets a little hot. I will say this. There's no, no, I, get, I get a little warm out there. There's no Tyler. more relaxed feeling on a hot day you're golfing. You have a cold beer and you're sitting in the shade on the tee box uh, waiting for the group yes. ahead of you. Yes. So there's no rush. You're just sitting there relaxed, mm-hmm. beer in hand. That's the best feeling. And you know that group is anxious about you being behind them? Yes. They want, they, it's they, like, no, whatever. it's like, take your time. Yeah. No, take I was, your time. I, I'm taking it easy. I golfed on Saturday morning. I was thinking... I was thinking to myself, like, I wish I could tell the people in front of me that, hey, no, like, no worries that you guys are are playing a little bit slower. No worries at all, because I'm, it was a nice morning out. I'm just trying to chill. Um, that's a great feeling. So there maybe needs to be like some sort of signal. Yeah. To the guys in front of you, like, hey, oh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not upset that you're maybe playing slower because I'm also just trying to be out here and enjoy the day. God, what do we do? We have four when the balls come. Is it a is it a shout or is it like a like a like a Napoleon, Napoleon dynamite Napoleon. bird sign with your hands? That's a good question. I think there should be a way to be able to signify, hey, you're good. I want to play through, or hey, you're you're cool. Don't worry about it. I'm in no rush. Maybe, Dude, we maybe. need like baseball signals. Yeah. Yeah, like a like a third base coach. Um 
Is it like a salute or something? Uh, that's no. I mean, I know. Okay. <laughs> Close uh, enough. <laughs> oh my god. No, that means something else too. We're not here to party, uh, Miller. Jesus. Well, we are, but not in that way. Um, uh, the listeners are confused. Uh, maybe it's like a. Maybe it's just like a. Uh, you know, when a golfer gets done with a hole, he picks his ball up. Sometimes he like tips his cap or like takes his cap off and like. He gives gives you one of these. Maybe you just like take your cap off and like give him give him three waves for the signal. The problem is right now, it's this whatever signal we come up with is not going to be universally accepted. So people are just going to think we're waving them down. Yeah. Uh, and so instead of waving side to side, you maybe you wave like back and forth. Does that mean we want to play through? How about or does just, this mean take your time, boys? A massive flag that just says "Let me play through." <laughs> it's yeah, just wave it like the we, white the white flag is like we we submit, like you win. So maybe it's like uh, we need CB maybe, radios in the golf carts. Yeah, we need something. We need to find a uh, we need to find a signal to the guys ahead of you saying, "Hey, don't worry about it." Our listeners We're will figure fun. it out. They're smart. They yeah. come up with good ideas. Do you guys have any recommendations? Um, Schmedic will send us a, com- a giant completed scientific breakdown yeah. of what signal you should use and why. Yep. Okay. We're going to figure that out. Yep. That's all I got for you today, Ryan. Yeah. That's it. Um, Cody, you got any more? Nope. 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 Set it off. Nope. Tyler. Ryan. Close us out episode 28. Um, Are we sure it's 28? It is 28. 28. Well, thank you for listening to episode 28 of the... <laughs> Double Bogey Show podcast presented by You Betcha and Ryan and Tyler and Cody and the Pine City Golf Course. And remember, see you next time. Oh, you betcha.com. Go check out the charity merch. It's live. It is live. Follow us on all platforms at breakfast.balls on Instagram, breakfastball on Facebook, and breakfastball on TikTok. Love you. Love you. Hell, that's a breakfast ball.